0: This is Cruise Radio.
1: Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by TripInsurance.com. Travel insurance done right by the people who know travel insurance. Get a quote today at TripInsurance.com.
2: Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio.
1: Hey, how's it going? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. We are live aboard Celebrity Edge this week on a seven-night sailing from Port Everglades. Going to the Western Caribbean, we've already hit Costa Maya, Mexico, Cozumel, and we have one more stop in Nassau, Bahamas before the first cruise to set sail from the U.S., on a major cruise ship, ends this Saturday. But... We have a lot of ground to cover before then. This show is not going to be too terribly long this week because I'm having bandwidth issues trying to upload on, on the uh, ship's Wi-Fi. But we do have Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, giving some thoughts because he sailed on Celebrity Millennium just a couple of weeks ago, kind of compare the two and see what cruising is like for him as he jumps back in it. But first, we have Richard Fain. He's the president and CEO of Royal Caribbean Group. Richard, I want to go back to Saturday when we were all standing on the magic carpet it was sail away you've had a hell of a 15 months dealing with everything from finances to repatriating crew and here we are sailing away what was going through your mind
0: Uh, I mean it was so exciting I you know been waiting 15 15 months for this and to actually be there it was it was um, you knew it was coming I've been preparing for this for weeks and yet to actually be there, I'm saying it's 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 really happening. Right. And, you know, there have been so many ups and downs during uh, this whole pandemic that you kind of worried about something coming up to, uh, to mess it up. But it went so smoothly. The check-in was easy. Uh, the cooperation from the guests was terrific. Uh, the crew were on cloud nine. Um, it just... It was the fulfillment of uh, what seemed like a long dream and five minutes later it was okay that's done now what are we on to
1: over the past few days you've been talking to a lot of crew and guests what are they coming up and telling you
0: oh I mean it's just it feels so good and um, uh, I would have to put it first the crew because they're so happy and they have been waiting for this so desperately and they've been suffering so hard and um, and they've they've taken it uh, with a plum. They have um, um, they they have been enthusiastic. I think that's very important. Their their passion is overwhelming. And they you know I wanted to congratulate them, and they were congratulating me. It was it was terrific. So that was one thing. Uh, and then the guests the guests have been waiting for this. There's such pent up demand. Oh, my God, we're actually doing this. And so it was very fulfilling. And I wanted um, I, I enjoyed sharing it with them.
1: And speaking of pent up demand, we keep hearing this pent up demand for travel, whether it be in an earnings call from one of the cruise lines or even on the news. So how is that pent up travel demand translating over to the cruise sector?
0: So we're very definitely seeing this in our bookings, especially for next year, especially in, in later in the year, because, you know, people book long in advance. Um, I think the other thing is, We've, we've disappointed people so many times. You know, right. We've had to cancel and, oh, maybe we'll be going next quarter and we hope to do this in two months. And people rebook and then they have to rebook again and then they rebook again. And, and it's very frustrating. And uh, I'm, I'm very pleased that they have stood by us for so long. But um, I think now they want to see it and they want to see it for real. Sure. So these cruises that we're starting now, this one, the others that are starting oh, it really is happening. Right. And so this first cruise was a, wow, this is the first cruise. And the next crew is, "Wow, well, this is the next cruise. This is the second cruise. That's a big deal. Right. And the third crew, ho-hum, now it's working. Yeah. And that's yeah. what we want. Ho-hum, it's back.
1: What would you say to the cruiser who may still be on the fence about sailing?
0: Well, I think a lot of people are because they want to see it. Uh, we're... we're um, we're people who want to actually feel and see it and and not the theory, not the this is what we're going to do, but this is what we are doing. And I think that's part of the reason we're doing this. It was a big risk inviting people like you on the first cruise because nothing ever goes right the first time. Right. Um, but we wanted to be transparent. I think our credibility comes a lot from the fact that we've been so open about all these things and we've been transparent about them. And I think that gets us... Uh, Uh, credibility with them. So uh, having people like you that will spread the word, having uh, others who will spread the word, the guests who will spread the word, the travel advisors, the bloggers, the media, everybody gets out the word. And over time, I think people will see that our goal, that we are safer on a cruise ship than anywhere else you might be for that vacation, um, is very definitely doable.
1: How challenging was it to retrofit ships to meet the recommendations and the standards put forth by the CDC to cruise again? Because I know not every ship had to be modified, but there was quite a bit as far as um, HVAC systems and such.
0: Well, you know… Um- when we put together the Healthy Sale panel, we didn't just put in theoreticians. We didn't just put in um, epidemiologists. We had, um, we had technical people. We had medical people. We had engineering people. We had all of this. So we were able to bring all the expertise together. And um, the changes we've been able to make, we've unfortunately, we've had a long time to make them. And so we know how to do it. They've done it efficiently. But one of the keys is... They've done it so most people don't know I mean right. one of the comments i'm getting is just how normal this all is yeah. um, oh that this is just this is just normal and uh, wow and people are just a little shocked by that
1: and you know it's such a great feeling because I'm up in Jacksonville and we just dropped the mask mandate in our studio, which is actually a 25 floor building about two weeks ago and it was so weird walking around the building without a mask on and it's like should I be putting my mask back on because this is just, you know, 15 months of doing this and then walking around the ship, I'm kind of having that same feeling, but it's it's very freeing.
0: It's, it's that normalcy and we've worked hard so that the things that we've done um, are not so visible. So what we've done with the um, HVAC system, the air conditioning system, um, we made a lot of changes there, but you don't see them. Right. What we've done in the hospital, we made a lot of changes just to, in the medical center to make sure that that can handle anything. You don't notice that. In fact, you probably haven't gone there. Um, we've um, the, the mustering that we've done, which I know you did, right. uh, because you had to, uh, And yet it's, it's so much better than it was before. And um, the system for getting you on and off the ship, uh, where you go know with the QR code and you just say when you want to get off. That's going to make it a better experience than before, but it also helps as a, as a COVID protocol.
1: We've been on for a few days. What's your favorite part of Celebrity Edge?
0: Um, my favorite part of Celebrity Edge is the crew. Um, without any doubt, you know, I'm very proud of the ship. I'm, I'm very proud of the the beauty of the architecture, um, the Rising Tide Bar. I'm sorry, the um, the Magic Carpet, um, the um, the artwork on board. Eden is a wonderful place. All of these things are great, but none of them come to them come alive by themselves. What happens is it's the it's the men and women of the crew that make it all happen, and to see them so excited, so. Passionate about what they're doing, it—it's it, very emotional for me. It makes it very important. So I would say I—that to me is—without um, minimizing the innovation the ship represents, sure. it's the people. And you know, it's fascinating because we first we took the risk because we knew that all of you were going to seek out both uh, regular guests and the crew, and asked them, and without anybody else present, you were going to find out how they felt. We knew they would feel good. I'm surprised. I have heard so many stories. Um, How many of them thanked us for what we did during the period? Um, Mm. I I was shocked at that because, um, frankly, the suffering that they had to go through was awful, and I I just, that, that makes me so sad.
1: Royal Caribbean Group President and CEO, Richard Fain. Mr. Fain, thank you so much for spending some time on Cruise Radio this morning.
0: The world is constantly changing. Your place for news is still the same online and on demand at cruiseradio.net. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is how do
1: I know if I need trip insurance? All right, here with Stuart, you on the cruise guy. What's up, Stuart? Hey, Doug, how's it going? Good, man. Good to see you. And uh, this is your what? This is your second cruise back, right? This is my second cruise in three weeks. And the first ship back, the first major ship back from a U.S. port in like 15 months.
2: It's been nice. Uh, it was very nice not having to uh, jump on a plane and travel internationally and deal with all the uh, the hassles
1: of that. It was just nice to you know go from home uh, and right to the ship. Let's go back like fifth. Um, let's go back a couple of days. to sail away out of Port Everglades on Saturday afternoon. We were standing there on the magic carpet. What were? Your, what was going through your mind? Because it was a, it was a very emotional moment for me.
2: Well, it was emotional for me, and it was funny looking around. And if you know the people that were involved somehow in the industry that were out there with us, uh, I don't think there was a dry eye. Uh, you know, with the honking from Celebrity Equinox. Uh you had other other boats and ships that were in the area that were were honking. Uh our ship was honking. And for a lot of people that haven't that didn't sail, you know, a few weeks prior on Celebrity Millennium, I mean this was their first sailing uh since the beginning of the when the, you know the pandemic when you know the cruise industry was shut down. So it was it was just very emotional because at that moment the ship started to, to sail again and this really signified the very beginning of, you know, life returning to normal.
1: And speaking of normal, I've been talking with passengers all sailing along, and a lot of them keep saying, at least for this ship we're on, that it's almost like things have picked up where they left off.
2: Yeah, because everything on board the ship feels normal, and for a lot of people, we had to, you know, for if you wanted to get off the the ship, and you know, today you had to take a curated tour. But you know what? There's a lot of people that said. I just came really for the ship experience. I, I don't want to wear a mask. I want to be able to eat. I want to be able to uh, drink. I want to be able to spend time with you know friends and family and laugh and, and just enjoy the, the cruise experience and just being away. So the destinations are really at the, you know superfluous for some people. So if there's hassles, they're jumping through hoops. They don't really care. They're just glad to be away.
1: What are uh, one or two things that you have noticed that, are a little different than when we were sailing like 15 months ago
2: Well I mean you know there's we have a, there's far fewer people there's a lot of you know space to social distance. Um, I will tell you I think people are a whole lot more friendly. I think people are a whole lot more open-minded I mean the staff, uh, they're all 100% in unison, super ecstatic to, to see passengers, and it's just been a really nice experience. The you know up at the buffet, I mean the, the dining rooms, the restaurants, the specialty restaurants, they're all working on, they're all firing on all cylinders. They're doing a great job. But uh, you know the, if you go upstairs to the buffet, it's a little different. Where instead of you being able to um, you know serve yourself, they're serving you. So it's again, it's, it's like a, an added level of service. Uh, the casino, okay, they've got, you know, hand wipes and hand sanitizer, but it's not like what you'd see in Las Vegas at some places with, you know, caverns of plexiglass. You know, they're they're going out of their way to make sure that we're safe. And, and we're just doing what we can to enjoy our
1: cruise. I really do appreciate, though, even this is even before the whole pandemic, about them actually serving you. Like, when you go to a cruise line, I know Seabourn was doing that, um, and they were actually serving you at the buffet. I think that, personally... You're grabbing something that thousands of other hands have potentially could have been on. I think it's just a lot more. What am I trying to say? It's sanitary. a lot, yeah, a lot more sanitary than uh, it was. Well, it reduces the touch
2: points, but it's. It, I mean, it's not as bad. I mean, it, obviously, it depends on the, the the type of cruise line you're sailing on and the type of people sailing on it. Uh, and it looks people that, you know, that uh, they think that these hand washing stations uh, are new and they think it's post pandemic when they're not. I mean, was built with it, it right? was built with these 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 stations for people to go and wash their hands with soap and water. I mean, go figure. Um, it's it, which which is great. But, um, you know, the, one of the things that a lot of people dislike the most, especially the first day after traveling to the ship and having to get on the ship, I will tell you, I got on the ship, and I think it was about five or six minutes. I went from the you know the curb to the ship, uh, thankfully, and uh, I did it very quickly. The other thing that uh, people really dislike the most are the lifeboat trails. You know, back in the day, you know, you'd hide in your cabin, you'd then uh, then you know they, they'd start checking, so you you know you you'd close the curtains and go hide out on the balcony for ten or fifteen minutes, and then you go back inside when it's over. But then after Concordia, everybody had to do it. You had to start checking in now. Um, On Celebrity and Royal Caribbean, now you can uh, do the uh, app and and do your lifeboat station from the comfort of a lounge, a bar, uh, eating in in the buffet or whatever, or even in your room, watch the three videos, then at some point before you sail, you go down, you check in at your lifeboat station, and you're done. And it removes what, you know, I call the, the herd and the stampede. You know, at once, you know, you're herding everybody into small areas all at the same time. And then when it's over, the entire ship moves and it's like a stampede. So it eliminates all that hassle.
1: I thought it was cool, too, because I actually watched my safety drill video on the flight down. So you know how on the app it actually checks the box with green once you satisfy the requirements. So I watched the three-minute safety drill video, had the green check. I watched the uh, the ship horn emergency signal video, the check. And all I had to do once I got on board was find my muster station and then another check. And boom, we're done. It was I've never had a muster drill I wish this was ha- this happened years ago, but it's, uh, yeah, I'm glad it happened.
2: But that is a pandemic sure. benefit that just forced the issue. And, of course, Royal Caribbean Group had to get approval to make that happen. So it was a tremendous technological advance that, uh, you know, hopefully, I, you know, that other cruise lines will follow
1: suit. Okay, so we're on Celebrity Edge, the first major ship to sail from a U.S. port. What are your thoughts on the cruise industry starting to ramp up as a whole, collectively, from various ports here in the U.S.? Well, it's about time. I mean, you know, the the lines have been ready uh,
2: for, for, for a long time. They were waiting for the science and technology to catch up. Uh, which which they did. I mean, you know, they had those healthy sale panels um, from all of the companies back starting last year, and unfortunately, the CDC didn't didn't read through the information. But the technology part did not, uh, you know, did not enable them to move forward. So they didn't really push it. Thankfully, there was a groundswell of public. Uh, demand for cruising to return because it was more than safe. I mean, we've seen theme parks, airlines have continued operating throughout this whole thing. Bottom line is the industry uh, has been ready, is ready, and now after my second sailing during you know the post-pandemic or you know at the, by, at this point, I mean th- these ships are ready. They're they're not they're not looking to. Meet the CDC guidelines as they've always been. They're always looking to exceed the CDC. You know, anyone's any any government uh, regulations.
1: Because this weekend, we're, the big startup really starts. Right, we have Freedom of the Seas sailing out of Miami on Friday, Carnival Vista sailing out of Galveston on Saturday, and Carnival Horizon in Miami on Sunday. And then Alaska opens up in the next few weeks as well. It's
2: uh, it's going to happen. Uh, It's it's taking them. They've been working very hard to get these shoes, the crews retrained and reassembled. And, and get them ready to sail, but th- these plans are finally coming together, and now we're going to see you know the Caribbean. We've seen Europe uh, starting to open up for Americans. We've got sailings, uh, let's say on Celebrity Apex. Uh, you know Royal Caribbean's got ships out there. Uh, Seabourn's got you know ships out. There. It's it's going to be a great summer for people to be able to take advantage of cruises.
1: Finally, that Americans can take advantage of this summer. Over the past few days, we've had like um, Good Morning America, Today's Show, um, CBS this morning. They're all doing live hits from the ship. I noticed you were on a few of those. What was the big question they were asking you? Like, was, was there one question that kind of everyone wants to know, or was it more like, how's the experience? Just the basic stuff. Well,
2: they want to know what the experience is like, and you know, do you feel safe now having done the, done two cruises? And you know, do you recommend you know cruising for other people? And you know, there's there's varying degrees, but yeah, it's you know, how did we get to this point? What did it take? Um, you know you know how why is one company you know st- you know why did Royal Caribbean start you know with, with Celebrity and then Royal Caribbean International before other companies but it's just you know people are just excited and they just wanted to be able to know how to how to share that and, and but I guess what did it take for us to get to this point
1: one more question here before I let you go um, kind of not related to the ship we're on right now but the transportation bill was just signed in Florida and I understand that it does impact one cruise port well, it, it impacts uh,
2: Key West because there's a referendum that occurred last year that was uh, voted on by uh, people living in Key West who essentially greatly limit uh, cruise ship uh, tr- uh, tr- visits into Key West. So with this new bill, it, it essentially overturned them. But I, I could tell you, the industry is gonna work with everybody down there. They want, look, they want a peaceful resolution and they want to be able to better understand what their, what their concerns are so that the industry itself can uh, address those concerns and hopefully work to a resolution so
1: that everybody can live uh, in, in happiness. Very good. We've been talking with Stuart Chira on the Cruise Guy. Find him online at cruiseguy.com or follow him on Twitter at cruiseguy. Lots of pictures and content there as well. Stuart, good seeing you, my friend. Always great to see you, Doug, and uh, great show.
2: All right, Dougie, let's see what we got for you, buddy. Cruise Radio is produced at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Get cruise news, ship reviews, and money-saving tips every Thursday on Cruise Radio. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show. If you want to help spread the word, give Cruise Radio a five-star review. Find Cruise Radio where you listen to your favorite podcast or online at cruiseradio.net. I'm your sir.